mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When it gets to June, I'm not trying to see my vision boards. I'm tired. It will not be over until I decide it mm. is over, until I decide that I am giving up. And I think it's one thing to anticipate the curveballs, but it's another thing to anticipate that they keep coming. Hello, and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney, and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now, we're all about promoting the wellness, growth, and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, girls gather around. We are going to be doing a mid-year check-in, 2022. Mm-hmm. Why are you running? Where are you going? <laughs> That's the bigger question, isn't it? Where are you going? 2022 to? packed what? her bags. Why so much haste? She did not take off her shoes at the house. She said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Bye. She's that rich auntie that came at yeah. 3 p.m. and left at 3 p.m. She said, you have a container for leftovers. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'll pick my, I'll have some outside. Yeah. I'm on my way out. Tiang. Yeah, 2022 is running away. And Though we do not know where she is going, all we know is she's dragging us by her, her our edges as she runs. And some of us are doing well. Some of us, you know, we're conquering the year, sticking to our goals, making things happen. And some of us, mm, you know, <laughs> need a little bit of grease, for some some JBCO. Yeah, some for the scalp. Just something to something help us relax. Oh, and so we wanted to kind of come and check in. And give you that little pep talk and encouragement that you needed to continue with your year, no matter how it is going. We're going to be talking about dealing with failure, approaching your goals mm-hmm. again, okay? But also riding the wave of momentum if you feel mm. like you are succeeding in mm-hmm. your goals so that you know, put your foot on the gas and you can really reach the destination of your vision. So that's what today's episode is on. But before we get into it, sisters, you already know the deal. We have a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma okay let's get into it dear sisters i love you both so much you've been the sisters that i have always wanted and i can't thank you enough the last podcast episode about forgiving yourself and others pushed me to finally submit my own dilemma Mm. for context i am 22 with two children i grew up with a single mom two siblings and very little money so obviously there is a lot of childhood trauma i'm working through my mom has always been a functioning alcoholic for my entire childhood and the majority of the adults in my family they're Mm. addicts my grandma is a addicted to crack and meth and my mum and aunt are addicted to alcohol i try to be understanding because i know that everyone has their own vices and way of dealing with issues but as i've grown up it makes me cringe to even talk to my mum when she's drunk Mm. recently i've had to ask her to not drink and drive with my child in the car but she turned around on me saying that i'm being unreasonable because it was only one drink and she drinks every day i'm contemplating whether or not i should take a step back from my entire family as they all excessively drink or smoke weed and frankly it's triggering for me each of them has taken advantage of my kindness on three separate occasions and have yet to apologize or improve Mm. the problem is i want to have a good relationship with my family and i want my kids to have aunts and uncles and a family better than the one i grew up with am i being unreasonable by expecting my mother to change her behavior when she's around me should i just move on Mm. thank you both so much oh girl first of all sending you lots of love right back at you man it's so beautiful to know that like you're out there you love us and we love you and we're genuinely wishing you the best this is a complex dilemma Mm -hmm. for a number of reasons family is often quite difficult to deal with Mm -hmm. insofar as you know the whole this is these are people that you've grown up with Mm. and you're linked by blood Mm. and what do you do when you actually have people that are not necessarily willing to change their ways especially when it's people that are related to you or people that have more of an implication on your behavior and the way that you move on with your life than say friends or acquaintances so it's not a clear-cut answer however I don't think you're being unreasonable Mm -hmm. but I do think that sometimes you have to be realistic Mm. about the expectations that you can have for not just family members, but for other people. Mm. When we think of relationships, we have to remember that relationships are two-sided. And whilst we can be responsible for the way that we engage and the way that we 
articulate our expectations, we can't be held responsible for the response that we get from other people. And in this case, somebody like your mother and somebody like, you know, the rest of your family, if the indications show that they're not willing to change or they're not willing to at least make the effort to try and accommodate for some of the things that you've requested, particularly because your children are involved, I think that it might warrant a period of time where you might want to not necessarily close the door fully, but at least take a step back to really review, um, to really spend some time with your children, to really spend some time building the kind of environment that you want to create for your kids, right? I think it's difficult because you're doing this, like being able to do this means that you would be starting off with a disadvantage, right? You don't necessarily, and you've spoken about this in your dilemma and so far as you don't necessarily um, have a healthy environment right now and you haven't grown up in a healthy environment and you've had to make some serious concessions to be able to come to the place that you are right now Mm. so I would say spend some time away from family perhaps and really review what it is you're willing to take and what you're willing to not take at least clarify and make it clear both for yourself but also for your kids what are the kinds of environments that you'd like your kids to grow up in what are the um, issues that you have beyond kind of like the addiction what is it about you know your family members and their behavior that has significant implications for you and your kids so you mentioned that it's triggering is it that it may cause any kind of relapse it may facilitate you know um or send signals to your children that this is something that's acceptable because children are very impressionable they pick up on things straight away they pick up on interactions and if it's something you're trying to shield your um children away from it might be worth thinking about the practical ways that you can limit you know their exposure to this kind of behavior especially when you have family members that are not necessarily willing to either a see that what they're doing is problematic for your children Mm. and for you um but also problematic in the sense of their general welfare and health Mm. um and i think that it's also difficult because whilst many of us are in positions whereby we want to be generational changers and restore our families and create environments, these are things that we can't necessarily do alone. And it really does require the buy-in from family members or folks that are close to us. So it's quite uncomfortable and sad to do but you do need to realize that it's not on you to change their behavior as well Mm. because sometimes we can put on that false responsibility of i need to be the person that's like pioneering i actually don't think that's the case i think that there's some areas where you can facilitate support and make it known why this is something that you want to change for your family but as you've kind of mentioned in your dilemma, if you've been in a pattern of, you know, family members taking advantage of your kindness or advantage of you, it might be worth redressing those boundaries and thinking about what's realistic for you Mm. to do um, within those spaces. So I would actually advocate, of course, continue the conversations, of course, be willing to see what people are willing to do. And of course, like, ensure that you're making it very clear what the boundaries are and what is acceptable for you and what kind of things you're trying to expose your children to um be it prepared for some tension um especially when we're dealing with i find that when you're dealing with the older generation it can be quite difficult to articulate in a way that doesn't come across as disrespectful um but be prepared for that initial tension and be prepared for that initial things are not going to connect and things are not going to be received well necessarily Mm. um that doesn't necessarily mean that things are lost or things are broken but it just means that it may actually take some time Mm. um and it may need some really careful um articulation for it to actually be um received well so stick with it you know take your time with it but i would definitely recommend if you can have some if you can limit the interactions a little bit and try to create more opportunities if you can for you know your children to interact with your family members at low stakes environments where it's not necessarily they're exposed to things like addiction or meth or weed or all those kind of things if there's like low stakes environments then perhaps there Um, And I would also say if you can key into other um, resources and people at your disposal. So thinking about, um, you know, your friends, your wider community. Um, I'm not too sure what your relationship is like with your partners. That's not really necessarily been mentioned or, you know, the father of um, your children. But if that is a positive relationship or if there's um, folks within their community as well that you can lean on in terms of, you know, showing an alternative um, reality or um environment for your children try and lean into that as well 
Um, but yeah, it is a very, very complicated dilemma. And I think it doesn't necessarily have a resolution that is neat and tidy and happy immediately, but it's something that actually requires you to be quite bold, be quite honest and take some time out to both develop those relationships where you feel comfortable articulating, but also drawing those boundaries to ensure that you prioritize yourself and your children and prioritize the fact that you're actually trying to create a healthy environment for them. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like my initial thoughts. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm it's not, what it's you not an easy situation. Like it's not a bad to thing to have to withdraw yourself, create distance and really enforce um, boundaries when mm. it comes to you and the people that you love. And as a mother, your primary concern is your children Absolutely. and their health and their well-being. And if people are a threat to that, um, even just not just, you know, physically, but well, physically but also (laughs) not just physically but like you said and the things that they could expose your children to and the things that they may teach your children to be acceptable acceptable whether implicitly or explicitly if people pose a threat or a danger Mm. it is your responsibility Mm. as their caregiver as their guardian as their protector to make sure that you defend them and you protect them and also that you protect yourself. And if you feel like this is something that is affecting you, well, clearly it is. It's the thing that's affecting you and your relationship with um, the various people in your life who suffer with addiction. As as good as it is to be sympathetic and it's actually important, to be sympathetic doesn't always mean to um, kind of be complicit or to be, you know, blindly accepting of the fact that, well, what will be will be. Everyone has the way that they deal with their vices. Okay, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this is harmful. This Mm. is wrong. This is harmful for them and it could be harmful for you and your children. Um, And so, yeah, like it's good to be understanding, but just because you're understanding doesn't mean you have to stay and stay as close, right? So I think you're not in the wrong for wanting to um, kind of take a few steps back Mm. and, you know, sometimes it's very hard to have conversations with people, not about this sort of thing because what you're confronting isn't just your feelings towards them right they have a way bigger issue here which is the thing that's happening in their own life Mm. um which is the addiction and so like renee said it's it can be so easy to in your own personal development journey to be like okay these are the boundaries that i need to create but also they have to go through their own personal development journey or you know it's not even just personal development like serious dealing with mental health you're talking about um actual health like huge health risks and consequences and also the financial implications that come with addiction that such as drug addiction or alcohol addiction and it's not always easy confronting somebody on that kind of issue because most people who have an addiction don't want to be confronted on Mm. it and don't even want to accept that they do have it Um, and that's a wider conversation and you may not be the best person and you shouldn't actually be the person to facilitate it if you do not feel prepared for it um i think you can only provide people with so much help especially when they don't want it right and so i don't think you're in the wrong at all to step back i think if you've articulated your boundaries and you've articulated you know your disapproval of certain things and the way that you want things to be done especially when it comes to your children if that's not being honored okay bye like it's you know there's no like you said there's no neat answer to something like this and there's no right or wrong response but i do think these are this is one of the situations where you have to make a very hard decision and it's not going to feel comfortable and it won't always feel good it's really about safety um and you have to be safe and i think you know what the safe thing is to do and like i like that you said like low stake environments there may be environments where you can coexist and you know enjoy the presence of these people without your children having to be exposed to anything dangerous and Mm -hmm. i think that that's a great way to still stay in touch and still spawned no one is saying cut off your family completely i think that's quite an extreme thing to do if you don't have to do it Mm -hmm. um but you're definitely going to have to change the nature of your engagement with your family um and that can be difficult it can be awkward and it can be hard to adjust to but it's necessary Mm -hmm um yeah it's hard but it's necessary so we are definitely praying for you and we hope that you get the wisdom um and also the support I like that you mentioned community support because that's what came to my head like if you aren't gonna have your family around you as Mm. a young mum as well of two children you're going to need to find support from other places and that's financial support that is time commitments from people um and also just 
the help and encouragement and emotional support that other people can provide you and kind of expanding the village that helps raise your children with you but Mm. don't don't face it alone Um, and I think that's one of the beautiful thing about beautiful things about sisterhood and friendship in general it's the family that you can choose to have right and so even if you know your blood family your blood relatives aren't going to be you know in the positions um and in the functions of the titles that they hold Mm. at least you could put your friends in those positions if you trust them right so yeah cultivate a wider village for sure but like i said we are definitely praying for you and we're hoping you get all the wisdom and the support that you need but also like strength to kind of move through the trauma that you've experienced by being exposed to so much because i'm sure like i can definitely imagine and kind of relate to the fact that that's not easy so yeah emotionally we pray for your heart we pray for your soul um but we hope that you're okay thank you for sending in your dilemma sis and all the best to you and your little kids tell them their auntie said hey we did yeah such a tough one such a tough one Mm. oh that's why we all need therapy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah betterhelp.com forward slash to my sister's name. biggest bad team why are you so good at this <laughs> don't know i think i was bored for this and no it's not even to make light of the situation yeah. biggest bad team yeah these are the sort but of things the you thing, take to even therapy the fact you thought of the connection like damn this is this is these are the sort of things you have to take yeah. to therapy like girl trauma pain this is not what this episode is about but take it to therapy if you did not know we have partnered with BetterHelp, which is an online therapy service they have licensed therapists professionals not us not oh us. we just read uh, things. yeah man we, we read just things speculate it's all alleged and some lived experience yeah some sprinkled on they top that trauma trauma uh but you know you know what's better? Not just people you can relate to. People who actually understand your brain. I that you said, do you know what's better as well? Do you know what's can better? Better help. Like- <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even see it till you highlighted it. You know what's better? Better help. <laughs> um, I've personally used better help. I think you've used better help at a point um, to do our therapy like we actually go to therapy it's cool it's lit um a lot of the things that we learned have been from from our own personal therapy journeys um and we can definitely attest to seeing a lot of transformation um from ourselves so i say all that to say whilst you may have gone through this year kind of listening to us and hearing us just and giving you advice and we love to occupy that space in your life we cannot replace the space a therapy a therapist can occupy oh these words are not coming out today um we cannot we cannot replace um or step into the place that a therapist should be standing in as somebody who can give you professional help and guidance especially if you are dealing with sensitive issues such as trauma familial trauma um or dealing with an addiction yourself or being you know um in family or relationship with somebody who is abusive violent or addicted to something and so please 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 do not use this as a substitute if you have been please go to therapy if you can afford it luckily therapy um BetterHelp is an affordable online therapy service and it's much more affordable than going to like in-person therapy and Mm. it's also way more convenient as well. And so if you want the link to that, we will leave it down below. We have so many testimonies of girls who have signed up using the link in the description and they have started their therapy journey smoothly and they are growing and flourishing, all right, from it. So if you want to give that a go, we'll leave the link in the description and the show notes for you to get 10% off affordable and accessible online therapy through our link, BetterHelp.com com forward slash to my sisters they are not sponsoring today's episode we just really believe in them there we go so let's get into 2022 a year that has already given us six months six months to work on our dreams let me just say merry christmas in advance essentially it's 2024 (laughs) since we Bring the jingle bells and all them, the turkey, cut yeah, the turkey. Cranberry sauce. All of it since we're in Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Happy Chinese New Year. Because <laughs> it's, it's definitely already like Basically. mid-2023. Basically. Yeah. The year has been running quick. And I think we wanted to talk about like, yesterday we had a meeting with the Tanzania girls. It was fantastic. And we did like a little review of things that we are grateful for, especially things that have happened, you know, this year. Mm. Um, and all of us had kind of different feelings towards the year. We were all like grateful when we did an amazing mindfulness exercise where we could practice that gratitude. But I, I kind of wanted to talk about a, what are some of the things that you think causes 
why did I say A like that? Because this is the only thing we're going to talk about for the next couple of Okay. I kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> what do you think are some of the things that cause people to give up mm. on their dreams, their hopes, and their visions mm. at this stage of the year? Because yeah. I think we we emphasize so much on people giving up in January and kind of there's this rhetoric of like, if you can keep it pushing past January, mm. Mm. you know, you're going to make it work. But so many people give up on their dreams every day, B, yeah. you know? Yeah. So what do you think causes people to give up on their dreams, especially when it gets to like this point of being halfway through the year? The hump. Yeah, the hump. Oh, goodness gracious. What a fantastic opening question. Thanks. Um, so I think a couple of things. I think firstly, people get tired. Yes. People get really, really tired. Yeah. Um, life comes at you heavy. And I think it's easy to keep up the momentum in the beginning when life throws you curveballs mm-hmm. because you're prepared to keep going and you've literally just started. Mm. So there's excuses. There's like, there's still a driver momentum because it's like, oh, I was prepared for, you know, the rain to come. You know, I had been bigging myself up. I had been, you know, I've stocked up on my affirmations. I know the devil's going to try me in Mm. January. Mm. By the time you get to June, Mm -hmm. it's the, I'm tired. I'm barely making it through. I'm exhausted. And exhaustion is a real thing because life is exhausting. Mm. And the curveballs keep coming. I think it's one thing to anticipate the curveballs, but it's another thing to anticipate that they keep coming. So... Many of us might have gone through this year and we've had a financial curveball and then we've had to grieve loss and then we've had to deal with, you know, a relationship breaking down back to back, back to back. And it's like you get tired of dealing with curveballs and the curveballs don't stop. So I think it's the unfortunate realization that curveballs will keep on coming and you have to keep on like re-energizing yourself Mm. to deal with those curveballs on a daily basis by the time you get to the half point that's when you know like when i think of like a marathon for example you have to make sure that you have enough reserve in the tank to even get to the halfway point much less the finish line so there's that but also many of us spend our resources a bit too quickly in the beginning Mm. so when i think of a marathon right in order to get to the finish line of a marathon, you have to make sure it's not even just about having enough energy. Right. It's about the distribution, energy precisely energy management, distribution of energy. When we start a journey, we have all the energy in the world. You know, when you start a race or like think about like when you go work out, right? The beginning of the exercise, I'm ready. Yeah, I am ready to is when you get to the last reps. It's when you get to the halfway, odd oh, my knees, mm, they hurt. Mm, mm. It's when, that's when you start being aware of all of these different things that you're, because you had so much energy stocked up in the beginning, you didn't realize. Right. Suddenly the injuries are becoming apparent. Suddenly your time is running out. Mm. Suddenly you realize how tired your body really right. is. So I think there's also the energy management where many of us have been, we have so much energy in the beginning and the energy is often given more like, color and vibrancy by the fact that we can see the vision right right we are we're very close to the vision we've literally just written it so in the first month yeah i can turn to my journal i can look at my vision board i have the energy to do that when it gets to june i'm not trying to see my vision boards i'm tired Mm -hmm. i i'm i'm not trying to look at my journal that i wrote six months ago of happy renee where things were great and i was just starting this journey i'm not trying to look at that right and then another reason why folks get you know disillusioned by this point is when they haven't seen any results right sometimes progress comes after the halfway point ah that's a good word sometimes the seed because progress is not linear but perception of results is also not linear Mm. because we have been like, imagine this, we're consistent. Things are like, we're we're doing the work that we need, but we're not seeing the results. And by the time you get to the halfway point, you're thinking I should have at least seen an offshoot of a plant. Think about Mm. when we plant plants, right? Mm. It's like, at least I can see the leaf. So I know something is growing. Sometimes we don't even know if something is growing. We're just going through the motions. We get to the halfway point. I ain't got nothing to Uh, show for it. Come on. I have been consistent. Why is my finances still bad? I have been. It's like the fact that I haven't lost a pound of weight this year. Zero. It's like I could shoot myself in the neck. Zero. Even in in that example, right? Many of us have had like fitness goals and stuff like that. And we're just like, I want to lose like let's say 30 pounds by the Mm. end of this year. That Mm -hmm. means by the halfway point, I should have lost 15. 15 You get to the halfway, I've lost nothing. I have 
the scale has not moved. In fact, it's gone the opposite way. It's I've actually an enemy of progress. As actually, <laughs> what I've what I've realized for myself personally, I don't know about your scale, but mine was sent to me from the devil. It's must actually an agent of Satan. Must have been because must have been because you must come things, into agreement. Things are not changing. It's not adding things up. Things are not adding up. In fact, things are adding up, and that's the problem. Uh. <laughs> that's the things are adding up, piling up. So when mm. we see a consistent pattern of regression and yeah. not necessarily progress, it can be disillusioning. Right. However, speaking to that, sometimes it's not necessarily the fact that we can't see the progress, but more so our measurement of progress is actually incorrect. Okay. So yeah. when we think about yeah. like for the weight example, mm-hmm. many of us, I want to lose weight. I want to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. When really the goal is I want to be healthier and I want to fix my body composition. Mm. Scale weight might not actually be the correct metric of progress. Right. So could it be like because we're so focused on particular metrics of progress that have not actually showed up, we are ignoring the small wins on a daily basis, which means that by the time we get to the halfway point, we're so underappreciative and we lack gratitude for the other markers that we give up. Mm. Because we haven't, we've set our eyes on one particular indicator of success that we forget all of the other successes that stack up to that big success. So yeah, maybe, you know, you haven't hit your financial goal. However, maybe you got out of um, a financial difficulty that was crippling you at the beginning of this year. Very sticky. And perhaps, you know, you haven't secured the role that you want, but you're actually really progressing in the role and you're actually stacking up experience that will allow you to, when you finally get the opportunity to change your role, to actually be able to thrive in it. So I think it's also a question of perspective of many of us get tired and disillusioned by this point because we've been so overly focused on one key metric that we're forgetting all of the other cumulative successes and i think it speaks to our conversation that we had with our tanzania ladies hey girls we love you um it's the conversation that we've had zanzi baddies isn't it great fantastic child we're gonna be up on your feeds when we go to zanzibar you can't steal Um, it you cannot don't do that don't do that so um, I don't care that you're going to Zanzibar. We are the we Zanzibadis. Us and our girls. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Jen. She was the... She was the, amazing. Oh. Yeah, she was the... Yeah. The creator. The creator. The creator. <laughs> um, but it goes to why the theme for the conversation that we had um, yesterday was mindfulness mm. and gratitude. Because we haven't counted our blessings, mm. because we have been so overly focused on one or two key metrics that have not... Um, demonstrated the progress that we wanted yeah it's so important to actually spend some time focusing on the positives to be able to um rejuvenate yourself and um reset that fire yeah and then the last thing that i'll say because i've really spoken on no it's good stuff we forget that we need to add some sticks to the fire Mm. like we always have to add some sticks to the fire Mm. like we start you know it's like lighting a candle on january um first that candle is not going to burn to the end of the year and stay that way exactly the same way and continue burning at some point it's going to just go go out i've had enough it is our responsibility to replace the candle it's our responsibility to light the candle it's our responsibility to maintain the upkeep Mm. so many of us have forgotten that this journey is not just one of beginning, but one of maintenance. And the maintenance part is often the hardest thing to do. But remembering that you have to maintain, you will succeed. Just remember, start, be, look, energetic, January. Yeah, we've started, but just be prepared for the fact that your candle will go out. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. It reminds me that like, it's great to start the race, but it really is about finishing. And mm. when you get to that point of, it's never over till it's over. Like oh, that's boy. one thing I think I'm always encouraged by just generally in life. It is never over till it's over. Mm. If you don't give up, you're still going. You might not be where you wanted to be, but it's when you stop that things really truly end. I think some a lot of us get discouraged by the fact that we've slowed down. Mm. It feels like we're not making progress, even though we are still like moving so much and exerting our energy. and even if you you feel like you haven't been working too hard on things, the fact that you still have hope for the things that you want, there is still a degree of movement happening, even if it is just within your heart and within you. Um, 
it's as soon as you give up that hope, you stop with all of that movement and you stop with all of the effort that you truly have mm. failed and you have you aren't going to meet your goal. And so even if it feels like you've hit in a bit of a wall or like, what did I just say? Even if it feels like you've hit a wall um, and you feel as though, well, you know, I might as well give up now. It's when you give up. That's It's in giving up that there is failure. Mm. Failure only happens when you give up. The truth of the matter is you got to keep going, right? It's not over until it's over. This year is not over. It's not until it's over, you know? And so, and even if when the year ends, you know, we all stand there. Oh my God, happy new year. It just feels like it did Bruh. 10 minutes ago. Like Bruh. it's not, it's like when it's your birthday, how do you feel 25? I feel like how I did yesterday yes. when I was 24. Bruh not much has changed because even when it's over mm. it's all just uh, like you said life is not linear but it definitely is a continuum like it's just it just keeps going and keeps going until you die yeah and even yeah. then if you're of our belief it keeps going it keeps going it, keep, it just doesn't stop right it's eternal and so when you you kind of have to get to this point of if I'm taking control of my life and if I'm trying to make things happen and if I'm trying to reach my goal and I take responsibility and accountability for that, I have also accepted that it will not be over until I decide it mm. is over, until I decide that I am giving up. And yeah. that means that no life circumstance and nothing that comes towards me will stop me. It may cause me to reroute. It may cause me to go on a, a diversion. It may mean that I have to take the longer way around. It may mean that I'll have to stop the car for a bit to refuel, but it's not going to stop me from trying to get to where I get to. The most it can really do is stop me from trying to get to where I'm, get I'm getting to because I've decided to go somewhere else, mm. not because I'm not making any progress anymore. And I think we treat life as though it can stop us in our tracks. Yeah. Really and truly, no. Yeah, yeah. We have that power, right? Um. And as much as sometimes we can feel powerless and we can lack confidence to believe that, I think that's something we have to cultivate in ourselves for the, the long marathon or the long journey that is the year and making the journey towards our goal. We have to remind ourselves, get confident, get a greater perspective yep. of who you are, your identity, what you are capable of doing. Find the capacity to dust yourself off and see the gold and the potential in the dirt that you're faced with. Like I think of diamonds, right? You're going to be looking at dirt for a whole long time, but you got to rummage through. You got mm -hmm. to keep mining. You got to keep doing the work. And then even when you find the diamond, you got to polish. You know, hopefully it's ethical diamonds. Yeah, just yeah. to put that out there, but you've got to polish it and you've got to make it look as beautiful as you want it to, right? It's going to look like a mess. Yeah. And it's okay if during the year it feels like it's a mess. But zoom out. You have a whole 365 days. You've only completed half of them. All the time. And I think it's about like reframing a perspective, like you said. Like all the time that you feel like you have lost. Thank God that you have the exact same amount of time left. Right? Damn. It's so easy to think I've wasted six months of the year. Mm. Okay, but you still have six months ahead of you. Precisely. And so if you are grieving over the fact that, what, think of all the progress that I could have made in those six months, okay, turn that grief into hope. You have another six months. Think of all the progress December you can make in six coming. months. You know, December is coming, right? And so it's not about rushing towards, you. now you have an idea of how quickly six months goes put efforts towards the next six go. months right um and it's so it's it's i think the thing about hitting the hump of the middle of the year is changing your perspective mm. right no matter what um you've experienced whether it's been good or bad just maintaining a healthy perspective of time we often talk about like time and the way it's used as like this weapon to cause fear in us like no. your time is running out in whatever um, area that you're trying to see growth in but the truth is time is what you make it yeah but then i guess okay so let's talk to i guess two different groups of people because there are two there are people who have done really well mm -hmm. this year and excelled rocking it a star, rocking a star, the house. A star. yeah <laughs> we <laughs> claps 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 we are proud of you and then there are people who you know stumbled mm -hmm. failed mm -hmm. given up maybe mm -hmm. as far as to say let's start with the latter and yeah. then we'll get to the formal because we know 
not everybody's down now yeah, okay not everybody's be- been beaten exactly but before we get to running you know towards victory we need mm. to pick up some of the girls that fell yeah you know we're doing yeah. this together <laughs> community and so <laughs> what would you say to people who well firstly how do you deal with failure yeah and what would you say to people who feel as though they have failed in achieving their vision for 2022 i think the first thing you need to do is forgive yourself mm. sit like genuinely Excellent. say to yourself i forgive me yeah because as someone who like has had perfectionist tendencies and as somebody who previously did not handle failure well at all it is important to acknowledge a that you failed Mm. but b that you forgive yourself for it because when you fail there's two like classic responses the first is to punish yourself severely and like get back on track and you're just like i'm going to do something extremely unhealthy and drastic to punish myself to get myself back on track whatever that is or b is to completely just give up Mm. those are the two like most common responses that are quite negative when it comes to failure the third is the most healthy and that is to forgive yourself whatever that looks like to you whether that is actually saying out loud as moist as it sounds maybe you actually need to hear it i forgive me you know sometimes even speak to yourself it sounds crazy but i promise you you should try it be like, there's been some times where I've been like, you know what, Renee, you've had a hard week mm. and it's okay that you didn't behave in the way that you wanted to behave. Mm. It's okay that you had a relapse or whatever. That's okay, but I'm not going to allow that to define me. So give yourself some actual space and time to forgive yourself. Mm. That's the first thing that you need to do. The next thing that you need to do is to come up with a game plan as to how you want to get back on track in a healthy way. Mm. So I'll use like, for example fitness because that's the easiest one that i can use Mm. say you had the day where you overate or like you ate things that are not particularly healthy for you okay that's one day out of 365 days what's your game plan for getting back on track is it i'm gonna severely restrict my calorie intake or i'm gonna beat myself up about it over the next few days no it's give yourself a clean slate and start again tomorrow understand that tomorrow presents you with another opportunity to start again So reframing it and using it as an opportunity. Okay, I failed. I'm going to start again tomorrow. Mm. And then also identifying what went wrong in order for you to be able to account for it later. So for example, in the fitness example, if you like sweets or if you like chocolate or if there's things that you enjoy, don't necessarily cut it out, but find avenues for you to enjoy that within your game plan. Many of us think that we need to like cut things out or like we need to severely restrict when really it's about balance. The same can be said for, for example, when you're trying to be a better human being to other people, maybe you had a really difficult falling out with someone and you relapsed into being that petty Mm. B word that you're trying to avoid being. Mm. Take account for the fact that it happened, forgive yourself for it, and then set up a game plan that's actually healthy. So it might mean acknowledging to the person, yo, I've committed wrong. Mm. I'm sorry about what I've done. Mm. What are the ways that we can move on with this situation in a healthy way? It's all about claiming your failure, forgiving yourself, and finding healthy ways and healthy outlets for you to get back on track. Yeah. Um, So that's what I would also say. And I would also say like, Again, we say community and we shout community all the time, but sometimes you actually need somebody to remind you or other people to like lean on to allow you to like feel validated or um, comfortable with moving back on track, right? Like sometimes there'll be times where I'll be like to Courtney or some of my other friends where it's like, yo, I'm feeling, I'm down bad. (laughs) Baby Mm. girl, I am down bad. I am ready to give up. Mm. Like I need some words of encouragement. Mm. Don't be shy about seeking love and words of encouragement from other people. That's what they're there for. When you are down bad, you need your friends that are down up to pull you back up. Um, So don't be afraid to like reach out to people and be vulnerable, at least the people that you're closest to and look for encouragement in order to allow you to get back to a place where you feel comfortable enough to get back on track. Mm. Um, And then I'd also say actively like, In creating your game plan, it may mean that you actually have to change your route just a little bit. I think sometimes we think that getting back on track means that we have to stick to exactly what we were doing before. But could it be that what you were doing before was actually causing you to fail? That might be one of the um, things that you need to like pull up your pull up about yourself and augment in order for you to reach your destination. It's kind of like when you go on Google Maps, right? It'll give you one particular route to get to a place that might not actually be the most efficient route to get to where you're trying to go. That means you need to do the little here's my there's my destination. That's where I want to go 
what are the alternative ways that I can still get to my destination in a more efficient way? Mm. Define what efficiency looks like for you. Does it mean that, you know, you're not going to spend as much time doing the things that you were doing? Does it mean that you have to change some of your actions or change your behavior? Really figure out what is the most efficient way to get to where I want to go, taking into account some of my failures and my triggers um, and taking into account that I want to do this by this particular time frame. So I would say, Try and identify those triggers. Try and um, evaluate if what you were doing was actually causing you to fail Mm. and pick it up and move on. But I think to go back to like my initial point of forgiving yourself, I cannot hammer it enough. You need to forgive yourself. Get over it. I know there are some people that are listening to this that have given up because they haven't forgiven themselves. I know there are some people who have just said, I'm not doing this anymore because I feel like there's no point. I feel like I don't have consistency. I feel like I don't have discipline. Forgive yourself and move the heck on. Mm. Like, yes, you are loved. Yes, you are deserving of the things that you want. Yes, it can happen, Mm. but you have got to get over it, sis. Mm. Get over it now, please. It's so good. No, it's so, everything that you said is spot on. Failure, it happens, you know, and I like that you mentioned perfectionism because I think a lot of us don't allow ourselves to fail because we want to be so perfect all the time. And so when we do fail, we see it as the be all and end all of who we are. It's our entire identity. And we wear that label on us like a scarlet A. We just put, Mm. I'm a failure. No, you're not. And if you go in to your next, well, even if you find uh, the courage and the strength to go into your next attempt, if you go in with that mindset of I'm a failure, it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy and it truly will become who you are and what you produce. Truth of the matter is you're somebody who failed. We've said this before. I think I've said this before. Yeah. You're somebody who has failed. You are not a failure. um, Failure is something that it's a moment, Mm, right? mm. To have failed. It's a moment. It's not an identity until you choose to wear it as such. And so take time to just relinquish yourself of this pressure you're putting on yourself to be perfect and to be perfect all the time and baby girl you are not infallible okay life is going to deal some punches to you and i know we always try and say you know you're bigger than that and you can take control of it yeah but it takes training it and training means going to failure yeah training means having to kind of live up every day and challenge yourself to defeat something which at the time actually is stronger and bigger than you but you work your way to being able to defeat it and being able to control it and being able to contain it right that takes multiple attempts some of us you know we take it we absorb it head on but for some of us knife life knocks a blow and we fall down Mm. okay (laughs) and sometimes we down and and we're down for a while (laughs) and don't feel bad at the fact that you had to take some time down and you had to you were down bad for a hot minute so when it comes to dealing with failure i think it's important for us to allow ourselves to fail like and a lot of us we're scared of scared of failure because we feel as though we're ashamed of the fact that we were able to fail Mm. right but the truth of the matter is sis you are not infallible you are somebody who is a work in progress and this year is all about progress don't give up halfway because you've come to the realization that hey i'm not at where i want to be yet if you were at where you wanted to be in June, you didn't set a big enough vision for 2022, right? It's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of work to get to where it is you wanted to get to because you are not her yet. You will be her, but you're not there yet. Embrace that, right? Accept that. Change your perspective towards this year. Um, Mm. And yeah, just realize that you don't have to wear the title of failure. You don't have to make that all that you are. And it's very easy to think because I couldn't do it now I'll never be able to do it if that's a decision you're going to make realize that's a decision you're going to make forever be careful with what you confess with your mouth especially at the point of failure a lot of us make promises to ourselves um subconscious promises to ourselves that I'll never succeed because Mm. we don't deal with failure well what you confess to yourself and what you make yourself believe in the moment of failure can easily become a new cycle you enter yourself into because you've made a promise to it, right? Don't do that. Don't do that. We are here to remind you, babe. Okay, you failed, but you are not a failure at all. It's not a title you should wear. That's not what we do out here. Nope. But then I guess talking to the sisters on the flip side who feel like, uh, June, I've I've aced this thing. Six six months of greatness. Oh, that's right. Being consistent, hitting my goals, living in my good routine. Come on now. 
to those sisters, what would you say to them so that they can maintain that momentum? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. The first thing I want to say, the first thing I want to say is congratulations. Genuinely well done. Because sometimes when you're working on yourself, not everybody will be able to see and recognize that progress. Mm. Sometimes a lot of the work that you do is in like externally thankless. And even if it's behavioral changes or physical changes or just material changes, sometimes the only person that is able to perceive these things is you. So on behalf of yourself, but also on behalf of the community of sisters, sis, congratulations. It's not easy. Life is hard. Things have been hard. The world is going to the depths of the bottom pond. (laughs) And you have managed. (laughs) You've managed to be relatively consistent. Mm. You've managed to see progress. And I'm super, super, like, we are so proud of you. Very proud. We're so, so proud. So congratulations. And that lends itself to my first point, which is find opportunities to celebrate yourself. I think sometimes when you are consistent, and I fall into this trap all the time where I'm just like, yep, another one. Thank you. Mm. another one thank you Mm. collecting all of these trophies as achievements but never giving myself time or space to celebrate how far i've come Mm. so if you're at this point you've been mad consistent you've been keeping to your goals find some time to either celebrate internally by yourself or with other people some of your achievements you don't have to throw a party but do something you enjoy to really like recognize the work and the effort that you've put in and the progress that you've made so celebrate yourself it's important um The next thing that I would say is make sure that you have a firm understanding as to how you have succeeded so far Mm. and think about ways that you can maximize and optimize. Like, okay, sis, you've gone to six months, you smashed some goals. Okay, it's, it's, it's been going good. But what are things that you can now do to optimize that and make things even better? Mm. So even better if, if you're currently smashing it on the finances, okay, cool. What's the next step? What's the thing that you can do to really like excel? Right. If you're really smashing it on, you know, your career right now, okay, what's the next or the, the added level of like sauce that you can add? What's the cherry on top? What's the cheese? Be trying to find opportunities to maximize and optimize because it's not even just about achieving the goal, but if you can find an opportunity to excel beyond, then take it, especially if you have, you know, um, really codified or you really got this foundational um, consistency and progress down. It's time to optimize this. You've got the source. Let's see what you can do to Mm. really like push on and really, really do well. Um, And then another thing that I would say is if you do fail at a a later point, remember this moment, cherish this moment because things are not perfect. And whilst things are going really well right now, a curveball could come in the last quarter we've seen it happen in like football games and matches all the time where it's like that final hour that final hour so don't be alarmed if failure comes and equally don't get complacent Mm. it is so easy to become complacent and like stuck in your own systems and routines that progress starts to stall but Mm. it's too late when you notice it Mm. so do that evaluation and think about ways that you can continue to be proactive as opposed to reactive Mm. so what are the situations that you can put yourself what are the opportunities that are coming who are the people that you need to align yourself with in order to continue progressing Mm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to 10x your progress but think about what are the key things that may be holding you back from really excelling or what are the key triggers that may appear in order to facilitate that complacency. Um, So yeah, those are like the main things that I would say, but big up, like genuinely big up yourself because it's not easy, you know, it's actually not easy to have succeeded in this life. What? Yeah, (laughs) it really isn't. It really isn't. So like kudos to you, biggest man thing. Like it's not easy to, be ticking off those things on your goals list and yes celebrate yourself celebrate yourself out loud celebrate yourself like completely unapologetically because it's very easy to harp on your own failures and get so focused hyper focused in fact Mm. on the things that you are not doing and forget the milestones and the memories of the things that you did do and it's a great reminder even for girls um who feel as though they are failing 
take time to really take account of the things you have done well and use those things to motivate you. I think a lot of us conjure up this internal motivation that is very future driven. Mm. However, I think if we take time to turn around and look at the past and look at our past records as maybe inconsistent as it may have looked, if we look at our past, there are many things that you can point to where you did succeed and Mm. when you did carry yourself through and when you did get back up and using those things to be um, as much of um, a testament of your character and your integrity and who your identity as you do failure we can get so hyper focused on the things that we want to take out of us that we don't take time to recognize and take inventory of what is already in us right right? so the fact that you've been able to succeed to this point or carry yourself to this point um there are things that and the fact that there are things that you can pat yourself on the back on um for sorry is amazing write that down Mm. put a note of that take a picture of that moment right put that together in the collage i don't know what you need to do but you need to put something together that lets you know damn i did that Mm. right and allows you to have that as a frame of reference and not just uh, um yeah and allow you to have that as a frame of reference instead of returning back continually to the point of failure or the point of when you could have done better make memorials of the great things that happened as well so that you can return to and say damn I did that oh wow that that happened or rah that was a moment you know don't let those moments pass um and a lot of us take those moments for granted as okay yeah like you said another one thank you (laughs) and we move on throw that to the side put that certificate in you know a different cupboard somewhere Mm. um throw that picture like in our whatever it may be we just move on don't move on from this moment. From this moment. Make Absolutely this moment not. a monument. Dance, okay? Um, just have a happy time. To share it with your friends as well. I think celebration does a lot for us in terms of creating motivation for us because we want to celebrate again. We want to have those moments of victory again. So celebrate your victory and celebrate it loudly. I love that you brought that up. I think another way to really might ride the momentum is... Like you said, don't get complacent, but also don't get familiar. Don't mm. get familiar with the point that you are at now. Just yeah, because you yeah. are, you know, you're you're on the incline and you may be at the highest point um, that you've been in the last year. This is not the highest point that you could ascend to. Mm. And so definitely if you're going to ride the wave of momentum, ride the wave of momentum, you cannot be familiar with the um, position that you now find yourself in. It's high, but it's not the highest, okay? And so having that, and it's not to say look down on this point moment. In fact, no, like I just said, celebrate this moment, but also there's higher that I can go Mm -hmm. to. And Mm -hmm. I think having your mindset fixed on, there could be more if you want it. Now you don't have to be, you know, fixated on this idea of more. Some of us may have, you know, reached our goals early and that's actually very real. Like, ah, I I thought I wanted to have like 10K in the bank by the end of the year. I've got 10K in the bank now and I don't really need any more for anything else. Great, tick that off your list and now direct your focus to other places, Mm. right? But right now is not the time to lose energy on certain things. Um, And also I would say, take this as an opportunity to reevaluate your pace as Mm -hmm. well. Um, If this, if you feel like you've gotten to your goals, but it's causing you to burn out, slow down, right? If if you feel like you're getting towards your goal, but also you haven't been giving it all that you've got, speed up, take this as a good, you know, junction where you can actually reevaluate. Am I happy with the pacing of the way mm, things are going? Really um, is there a way that I can also get more, more fuel in my tank to be able to get to where I'm going? Um, well um it's not just about getting to the destination it's also about arriving there well you don't want to have said i've I've ticked off all my 2022 goals and you literally have one hair strand left in your head <laughs> stop <laughs> like oh my god give looking us some like, milk what do you call it um did you ever watch rugrats she looks like cynthia <laughs> exactly looking like cynthia talking about i conquered at the next vision 20 um, three conference talking about i achieved my goals baby you got one hair left ma'am where is your eyelashes <laughs> the center of your head what is going uh, on? Yeah, looking like <laughs> it's not at all cost. It's not at, at any cost. No, no, no. Have you seen the TikTok of that babe that's like gathering up? Okay, gathering <laughs> 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 up whatever's in her hair. Let and, and there's, there's no hair, there. hair left, but there's hope. <laughs> what is hope without hair? What is hope without hair? <laughs> How can you make it work without the adequate yeah. resource? Traction alopecia yeah. is a it's thing. It's very sisters. real. It's very real. Like it, it really is about evaluating <laughs> your pace. Like 
yes go hard and this is not actually like i think it could sound resoundingly negative mm. um and it's not like some of us need to actually speed up you know or you may have realized at this stage i like the pace that i'm going at mm. and i'm doing i'm doing this so well and so i think it's important to just take this as a point of evaluation yep. of certain things pace proximity to your goal as well um and also reevaluate whether you have cast a big enough net yeah um if you want to try something else some of us may decide at this point that the reason why i have um been doing so well is because i am so in love with what i am doing how can i actually take this further and for the girls who feel as though actually i am succeeding in this but i've now realized that success in this area doesn't actually matter to me it's great to now be like ah maybe i'm gonna go in a different direction maybe i'm gonna apply for a new role turn into a new field um pursue new relationships put my you know money elsewhere whatever it may be just take this point as an opportunity to just assess an opportunity to review review yourself review what life is looking like but also an opportunity to rest Mm. celebrate reevaluate reorient if you need to i mean but make progress nonetheless yeah that's so exciting man yeah man excited excited for for you if you feel as though you haven't really got like an idea you've been listening to this and you're thinking i threw my vision board in the bin or like i haven't really got a vision for my year it's not too late (laughs) you don't need to write a vision on 20 january 1st everyone's doing that ill so old what you get us old oh my gosh (laughs) You could write a vision on Gen- June 27th. Whatever this what, comes out. Literally, Maybe whatever you listen to this is the day this. that you go write that vision. Exactly. And it the might day. be tomorrow. You know, some of us may need to take a nap before yeah. we really, yeah. you know, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. But if you really want help, resources, and a framework to be able to write that vision, you can head to the link in the description box Absolutely. and pick up the Vision 22 toolkit. Okay. Ooh. The girls are ranting and raving about how much it has helped them actually in their progress towards the end of the year. And I can, towards the end of the year. And Mm. I can attest to the fact that not because we created it, it's just lit. Yeah. But it is also lit because we created it. Exactly. It's just lit. It's just a great, succinct um, framework and literal toolkit accompanied with videos and workbook. Both okay for you to work through to help you jot down your goals make smart goals and also give you the insight you need to work towards it we go Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. far more depth than we have in like any podcast episodes about specific things regarding the goals in the different areas of our lives and so please definitely go and pick it up super affordable chicken change y'all got it y'all got it okay so if you want to pick it up support the sisterhood but also support yourself heavy on the support support 100% But yeah, man, I hope that this uh, episode has been cute. The motivation that you need. We hope that you've gotten information, motivation. All the Asians. I was about to say. Without the hateration. In this dancery. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this was a mid-year check-in, sis. And we hope that you have an amazing week. And that this week you embrace the opportunities and step into making your dreams actually happen mm. all right mm. do the work babe we're here to support you and if yeah. you want further support follow us on instagram Absolutely. at to my sisterhood we post all the time all the time straight to your timeline little nuggets of greatness so you can follow us instagram twitter but say facebook no one uses that no we ain't there tiktok <laughs> that was what i was thinking we on of. the talks tiktok <laughs> we on the talks we on the yes talks. yes and you can come and follow us individually at renee kapuku who is just flourishing glowing excelling thriving and you can follow me as well at cd boating i am getting better now so we did content from me we and did. you can subscribe to my youtube channel 110 percent. it's lit it's actually great over there and also sisters perhaps we haven't been as um forthcoming about this but we need your support um <laughs> follow Please, yes, please follow all of these social handles mad precisely, precisely. Mad we need all of your support sis because if we're going to support this entire global sisterhood because we know that some of you guys are listening in from literally the four quarters of this world yeah. that we have not touched but we will touch we will hallelujah touch. yes lord um that we will touch please 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 share it with a sister share it with a friend 
Share with your mama. Yeah. Share with your grandma. Yeah. Share with your pets. Yeah. Um, share with your brothers as well. Yeah. Share with those men friends of yours that are yeah. trifling. We got episodes for them too. Watch this space because we've got some big things coming up. So yeah. please, please, please support us. There's some crazy stuff happening this summer yes. and over the autumn yes. that we can't just. but it's gonna be great but it's gonna be great and we need you guys to make it happen so please 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 heavy on the support thank you so much for all the support that you've given us so far we We see it we love it the comments it makes our days like thank you so so much so we are a trifle though like but we need it it gives us character that character we call it je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi that's it yeah some of y'all need to leave your quiet home. Um, <gasps> break the Janae. Break the Janae. Break but the leave your quiet leave home. <laughs> but please, please, heavy on the support. Be out here. Be sharing on socials. If you see us, like. If you see us, share. If yeah. you see us, rate us five stars. You already know what Courtney says. Anything below four, send us an email. We can yeah, sort right. it out between yeah, us. You know, right. we give it out by the end. No, I'm trolling. I am screaming. <laughs> not us paying you off. We don't do that. <laughs> We don't respond to terrorists. We don't do that. <laughs> we will report you to the police. <laughs> we don't bribe. Um, and be sure to sign up to our mailing list. It will be on the descriptions as yeah. well as in the show notes. Fantastic. Sisters, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll be back before you know it. Have a fabulous week. And until the next time we get to chalk, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com